Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, I'm Miranda Wright, and this is day 45 of our 120-day Upper Room prayer campaign. Today, we're going to pray against the spirit of Ahab. My friend, we've talked a bit about Jezebel, but we haven't talked very much about her husband Ahab. And though we know that the spirit of Jezebel is a major problem in the world and in the church today, I've got a bold revelation to bring to the church. And that is that the problem was never really Jezebel. Because in actuality, Jezebel had no real authority, but she walked in the authority that Ahab gave up. And I tell you, my friend, that the reason the enemy runs so rampant in our homes, in our churches, in our schools, in the nation and in the earth is because that the church is operating in a spirit of Ahab. And what is Ahab but relinquished authority? You see, Ahab was the rightful king. He had all the authority and the resources of God's kingdom here on earth. And he had the ability to stop Jezebel at any point. But because he relinquished authority and allowed her to rule in his place. Do you see what I'm saying? The enemy ran rapid. And in the end, he ended up with blood on his hands. My friend, I assure you again that the church is operating in a spirit of Ahab today because that we are not walking in the God-given authority or the power or the resources that he has given to us. The enemy is ruling in our place because we do not move in our authority. The devil steps in and walks in the void that we have created by our acquiescence. Because you see, Ahab, he was quite okay to share his throne when at any point he could have stood up and kicked Jezebel out. You see, this is why we see throughout the story of King Ahab and Jezebel that the prophet Elijah never went directly to Jezebel to rebuke her. He always went to King Ahab to warn him of how it would turn out if he did not step up and cast her out. And I think that God is doing the same to the church today in that he's reminding us that sinners will sin. And the devil's always going to try to rush in and take a place that he has not been given. But the warning is to the pastors and the warning is to the church because that he has left his bride. Therefore, does the scripture say continually, woe, woe to the shepherds or to the pastors that do not feed and protect the flock. You see, there were several reasons that Ahab was laxed about Jezebel. And I think that many of those reasons are the same reasons that many a pastor or lax about sin in the church. For once she was close to him, she was family. And I think many times pastors turn a blind eye to things that they know are bringing shame and reproach upon the name of God and the house of God and the people of God and are actually destroying and devouring the true called men and women of God because that it's coming from someone close to them because that spirit always works through someone who has made themselves connected to leadership. And so pastors, I tell you, do not tolerate Jezebel 
or there will be blood on your hands because in the end, Ahab was judged for not standing in defense of God's kingdom. Ahab did not want to offend Jezebel, even when the Lord brought truth to him and he fell down broken, weeping and repenting and God gave him another chance, but still did he not do anything about the sin in the people and the leadership that he had authority over so that God eventually came back in and pronounced a curse upon him that he would be destroyed and taken out. God was going to replace him. And so I give that warning again. I give it prophetically to the nation that God is about to move to remove pastors from over congregations and he's going to raise up the least of these to replace them because he's tired of the Ahabs and he's ready for the Jehus to ride. One of the main reasons that Ahab tolerated Jezebel was because she made things easy for him and she got what he wanted, what was pleasing to his flesh and again one of the main reasons that the spirit of Jezebel runs rampant in this nation in the congregation is because the spirit of Ahab that is standing in the churches of this nation that are more concerned about stealing Naboth's vineyard at any cost than walking in righteousness to the words of God's law. Because you see, God had great mercy and compassion on both Ahab and Jezebel. That's the reason he kept sending the prophet to warn them because he wanted to save them, to change them, to bring them into repentance that it might turn the nation without having to kill them. We know this because in the book of Revelations, Jesus gives the prophetic word that he gave Jezebel time to repent, but she would not. And we know it because of the many times that God sent the prophet Elijah to speak word and warning and offer opportunity for repentance to King Ahab. But there came a turning point in the story at which God had to step in because he could not allow this sin to continue. And the turning point in the story which provoked God to action that forced him to force a removal of them was the story of Naboth's vineyard. Because you see what happened was King Ahab, he had a palace, he had gardens, he had all that he could want. But near to him, there was a man named Nabot who had a vineyard. But you see, this vineyard was the land of Nabot's inheritance. It was given to him by his father. And in the law of Israel, it was not lawful to give up that which was given to you by your father, the land of your inheritance. But Ahab disregarded the word of the law and went to Nabot and said, give me your vineyard. I want to turn it into a vegetable garden. The vineyard was fruitful. Nabot's family had tended this vineyard, this land for generations. It was fruitful, but Ahab desired it for himself. And my friend, I've seen this happen over and over again, where a minister saw somebody else's vineyard, a land of somebody's inheritance that their heavenly father had given them into their hand, that they had labored to work, sometimes for generations. Or perhaps somebody saw on TV something that looked good to the eye, another vineyard. And they didn't want to go through the labor of working their own ground to make their own ground fruitful. They didn't want to go through the labor of preparing the soil and working it even generationally so that it could become a fruitful place. They wanted to take one that had already been established. They wanted another man's vineyard. 
And so Nabot replied, No, of course not. It is not lawful for me to give up the land of my inheritance, that which has been given unto me by my father, my friend. I tell you again that if God has given you a land of your inheritance, a ministry, a vineyard, something to work therein, it is not lawful for you to sell out even to Ahab. Not to another minister, not to another ministry, not to industry, not to any company, not to culture, not to the society, not to the enemy. Do not give up your territory. But Ahab wouldn't humble himself to the will of God. He didn't like the no. And I think many a minister have sought the Lord and said, I want that. I want to look just like that one I'm seeing on TV. I want a ministry just like that one down the road. But they don't want to dig in, break up the fallow ground. So they don't want to do the work and the labor and wait for it to grow. And so when they hear the no, that spirit of Jezebel steps in and says, I'll get it for you. And so they say, okay. And they turn a blind eye. As she begins to work against the very will of God in their name. You see, Jezebel, she went and she wrote up a letter full of false accusations against Nabot. She began to lie and to slander him because she wanted his vineyard. She began to character kill. She began to steal from him. She turned other people against him. She got other people working with her against him and she sealed it with the king's ring. The devil will do all kinds of things in your name once that you have agreed with him. Because when God says no, it's no. And so because of envy, because they envied his vineyard and they wanted it for themselves, she sent the letter out and Nabot was put to death like the prophets of old who were simply working the vineyard that their father had given them, laboring to make it fruitful, but envying, they killed him for it. Because you see, the Bible says that it was because of envy that the Pharisees killed Jesus. They knew that the Lord was with him and not with them, so therefore did they want to steal his vineyard, the land that his father had given him. Jesus said as much when he told the Pharisees the parable about the master who had a vineyard And they would not receive the words of his servants. So he sent his son and they killed the son, hoping that they might steal the vineyard spirit of Ahab in the church. We see it in Saul and David when the word says that Saul became envious of David because he knew that the Lord was with David and not with him. When a person has dug in and worked the land that their father has given them until it has become fruitful, when they have put the time, the sweat, the labor, the pain, the tears, the crushing, the pressure, the pruning, the sowing, the growing, until they have brought that thing to harvest, the Ahabs are going to get jealous because they would not do it. And they're going to start hiring the Jezebels. The Ahabs are going to get jealous. And believe me, my friend, just like the Pharisees and just like Saul, God will send the word to warn them. No, he'll give them the no. But because the spirit of Ahab rules many a church, they will step back and pout until that spirit of Jezebel steps back out and says, I'll get it for you. And they'll say, okay.
Jesus knew this in his day. This is why he gave the warning. He said, I tell you in advance so that when it happens, you won't be offended. But all those who will live godly will suffer persecution. They will come against you. My friend, I'm telling you, dig in and let God defend because there will always be an opposition to what is real, to what has been sought, to what has been labored to bring forth. The enemy will always come to try to steal what was given from the Lord. Be ready to contend. And so Jezebel comes back to Ahab and she says, I've got it for you. And he doesn't question it. He doesn't rebuke her. He doesn't do anything about it. He receives the land. He steals that vineyard. He merges it into his and he takes what was once fruitful and makes it a shame and a show. And God gets angry and he says, I have got enough. It's time for judgment. And it will begin at my house. Because my friend, I need you to understand something. Jezebel did the work, but the blood was on Ahab's hands because he had the authority to prevent it. He could have stopped it. And I tell you that the church of America has blood on their hands because they have had the authority to stop many of the abominations that are taking place in the land, but they have not. They have yoked up with the enemy because he has promised them a vineyard. He has promised them something that was never meant to be theirs. They have stole the souls of men and killed the prophets of God so that they could have a show, so that they could make a vegetable garden, so that they could take what was fruitful and make it something selfish to feed their own flesh. And God has got enough. He is speaking forth a prophetic decree. And I am telling you by the spirit that is within me, the Ahabs are going to fall and he is going to raise up unknown, unnamed Jehus out of the congregations to stand and take the land back again because God will avenge the blood of all the Nabots who've had their vineyards stolen and plundered and made a shame and a reproach to what they were intended to be. This is why the word of God says for the true ministers of God, the Nabots, to weep between the porch and the altar because judgment is coming and it will begin at the house of God. Because that the church did nothing. They allowed the devil to run rampant. They did not speak the truth. They did not endorse the truth. They did not enforce the truth. And even in the areas of their own households, they would not stand against sin, but they allowed it because it allowed them to increase their own land. My friend, there are far too many Ahabs building their own kingdom at the expense of God's. It's time for the true church of God to rise up and say it's enough. Lord, I speak forth the word of the Lord that you will raise up unnamed, unknown, Holy Ghost filled, anointed men and women of God, true sons and daughters grafted into that branch of Israel. We will do the work of the Lord. We will tend the vineyards. God, I pray for the Jehus to rise up and ride and to dethrone those counterfeit powers and principalities and those who endorse them and reinforce them by causing the people to come into agreement with sin because that they have not been willing to come into alignment with the word of your law. And they have only grown their kingdoms at the expense of your 
yours by stealing other vineyards that were fruitful but or no more. Oh Lord, I pray that you pull down the towers of Baal, that you pull down the altars of Baal. In the name of Jesus, I speak exposure over the counterfeit and over the false and over those who though you may have once appointed and anointed, they have come into agreement with hell and that spirit of Jezebel because they wanted something that was not theirs. They wanted another vineyard. They wanted another inheritance. They wanted more than what you had given them. They wanted it an easy way. They wanted it a quick way. And they were willing to get blood on their hands to do it. They are envious. They are jealous. They are selfish. They are lazy. They'll do it their way. They'll do it hell's way. They'll do it anyway. But they won't obey what you say. God, you are coming to replace. And I thank you for it today, God. I praise you for the word of the Lord that is coming forth. And I thank you that you are raising up the meek. God, we pray for the humble men and women of God who have gotten on their faces and learned how to seek you and hear from you and humble themselves before you and obey you and pray to you. Oh, God Almighty, raise up the true men and women of God. Strengthen the church of this great nation again. God, we repent of all our selfishness and sin. But today, most of all, we repent of the sin of indifference because Ahab's sin began with the sin of indifference so that in the end it was recorded of him that he had done more evil than all of his fathers before him. It began with indifference. Oh God, we repent of being indifferent. We will not tolerate sin. We will rebuke it. We will not tolerate powers and principalities. We will take authority over them. We will not agree with those who speak vanities, lies, and envies, but we will expose them. For the love of God and the love of souls, we will endure for the word of the Lord. We will speak it forth and we will see a new generation that has been commissioned finally be positioned in a place where they are willing to say this isn't right. What you have done is not in alignment with the word of God. Because you see Ahab got blood on his hands because he was willing to stray away from the word of the law, the commandments of God to build his kingdom, to make his vineyard bigger. So God, I speak exposure on that spirit of Ahab that is willing to compromise your word for a bigger vineyard. I bind up every lie. Holy Spirit of the living God, tear down the altars of Baal that the Ahabs have allowed to be erected in the houses of God in the name of Jesus. Put out that light of Babylon, that counterfeit false fire that draws men in but keeps them dark in sin. That there is no light within them so that the world all around them is ever growing darker. God, I pray for real fire to ignite in the hearts of the people. The fire of the living God. That a people will get on their face and their knees before you and say, God, I need you. I need your Holy Spirit. I need you to lead me into all truth.
because somebody's got to be willing to stand for the truth. My town, my city, my school needs a Jehu. Because the word of the Lord went out that Ahab was going to fall. Because let me tell you something, church. Jezebel did the work, but Ahab allowed it. Therefore, when judgment fell and God sent Jehu out, it was Ahab that was judged before Jezebel. I'm telling you that the word of God is sure and true. It is a buckler to all those who trust it and cry out against the abominations of the land. But for those who do not, those who stand against it, those who resist it, or those who are simply indifferent to it, judgment begins at the house of God. It started at Ahab, not Jezebel. God, I'm praying for boldness in your people today. Not zeal without knowledge. Jehu didn't move until you told him to. But once you did, it began. So Lord, I pray today that you move by your own mighty hand to call out those who are willing to stand, to put your word in their heart and your sword in their mouth and send them out because it's time for Jehu to ride. Because the blood of all the Nabots of this nation cry from the ground, innocent blood shed by a demonic usurping power taking territory that is not his and a complacent, indifferent church that lets it do it. The blood of the innocent cries out from the ground because there was a purpose for Nabot's vineyard and all that was ever supposed to be that was lost, that was stolen, when that innocent blood was shed, was placed upon their hands. And I tell you, my friend, that today, in so many ways, from apathy to abortion, Ahab has blood on his hands because of what he has allowed to be done in his land by a usurping enemy given authority by his unwillingness to stand in his by indifference because it's uncomfortable because someone might be offended because it's work oh lord remove the ahabs the problem wasn't jezebel the problem was ahab god wiped the slate clean raise up a people who will believe and lead selflessly the leaders of God's people both then and now were commissioned and positioned by God to defend protect and feed the people not to kill and to steal from them to further their own interest my friend I assure you of this God will defend the defenseless Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.